0: Hello, Dr. Shushma Singh, this side. Today in Chapter 9, Globalization, we study cultural consequences of globalization. The consequences of globalization are not confined only to the sphere of politics and economy. Globalization affects us in our home, in what we eat, drink, wear, and indeed in what we think it shapes what we think are our preferences the cultural effect of globalization leads to the fear that this process poses a threat to cultures in the world it does not so it does so because globalization leads to the rise of a a uniform culture or what is called cultural homogenization the rise of a uniform culture is not emergence of a global culture what we have in the name of a global culture is the imposition of western culture on the rest of the world we have already studied this phenomena as the soft power of us hegemony the popularity of the burger or blue jeans, some argue, has a lot to do with the powerful influence of the American way of life. Thus, the culture of the politically and economically dominant society leaves its imprint on a less powerful society. And the world begins to look more like the dominant power wishes it to be those who make this argument often draw attention to the mcdonaldization of the world with cultures seeking to buy into the dominant american dream this is dangerous not only for the poor countries but for the whole of the humanity for it leads to shrinking of the rich cultural heritage of the entire globe at the same time it would be a mistake to assume that cultural consequences of globalization are only negative cultures are not static things. all cultures accept outside influences all the time some external influences are negative because they reduce our choices but sometimes External influences simply enlarge our choices and sometimes they modify our culture without overwhelming the traditional. The burger is no substitute for a masala dosa and therefore does not pose any real challenge. It is simply added on to our food choices. Blue jeans on the other hand can go well with a homespun khadi kurta here the outcome of outside influence is a new combination that is unique a khadi kurta worn over jeans interestingly this clothing combination has been exported back to the country that gave us blue jeans so that it is possible to see young Americans wearing a kurta and jeans. While cultural homogenization is an aspect of globalization, the same process also generates precisely the opposite effect. It leads to each culture becoming more different and distinctive. This phenomena is called cultural heterogenization. This is not to deny that there remains differences in power when cultures interact, but instead more fundamentally to suggest that cultural exchange is really one way. Now, let us come to another point, India and globalization. We said earlier that globalization has occurred in earlier periods in history in different parts of the world. Flows pertaining to the movement of capital, commodities, ideas, and people go back several centuries in Indian history. During the colonial period, as a consequence of britain's imperial ambitions india became an exporter of primary goods and raw materials and a consumer of finished goods after independence because of this experience with the british we decided to make things ourselves rather than relying on others we also decided not to allow others to export to us so that our own producers could learn to make things. This protectionism generated its own problems while sub advances were made in certain area arenas critical sectors such as health, housing and primary education did not receive the attention they deserved. India had a fairly sluggish rate of economic growth. In 1991, responding to the financial crisis and to the desire for higher rates of economic growth, India embarked on a program of economic reforms that has sought increasingly to deregulate various sectors including trade and foreign investments. While it may be too early to say how good this has been for India, the ultimate test is not high growth rate as making sure that the benefits of growth are shared so that everyone is better off. Let us discuss the another point resistance to globalization. We have already noted that globalization is a very contentious subject and has invited strong criticism all over the globe. Critics of globalization make a variety of arguments. Those on the left argue that contemporary globalization represents a particular phase of global capitalism that makes the rich richer and the poor poorer. Weakening of the state leads to a reduction in the capacity of the state to protect the interests of its poor. Critics of globalization from the political right express anxiety over the political, economic, and cultural effect. In political terms, they also fear the weakening of the state. Economically, they want to return to self-reliance and Protectionism, at least in certain areas of economy culturally they are worried that traditional culture will be harmed and people will lose their age-old values and ways it is important to note here that anti-globalization movements to participate in global networks allying with those who feel like them in other countries many anti-globalization movements are not opposed to the idea of globalization as much as they are opposed to the specific program of globalization which they see as a form of imperialism in 1999 At the World Trade Organization WTO ministerial meeting, there were widespread protests at settle alleging unfair trading practices by the economically powerful states. It was argued that interests of the developing world were not given sufficient importance in the evolving global economic system, the World Social Forum WSF is another global platform which brings together a wild coalition composed of human rights activists, environmentalists, labor, youth, and women activists opposed to the neoliberal globalization. The first WSF meeting was organized in Porto Alegre, Brazil in 2001. The fourth WSF meeting was held in Mumbai in 2004. The seventh WSF meeting was held in Nairobi, Kenya in January 2007 now the last point we are going to discuss is india and resistance to globalization what has been india's experience in resisting globalization social movements play a role in helping people make sense of the world around them and finding ways to deal with matters that trouble them Resistance to globalization in India has come from different quarters. There have been left wing protests to economic liberalization voiced through the political parties as well as through the forum like the Indian Social Forum. Trade unions of industrial workforce as well as those representing farmer interests. Have organized protests against the entry of multinationals. The patenting of certain plants like neem by American and European firms has also generated considerable opposition. Resistance to globalization has also come from the political right. This has been taken the form of objecting particularly to various cultural influences ranging from the availability of foreign TV channels provided by cable networks, celebrations of Valentine's days, and westernization of the dress tastes of girl students in school and colleges. Here we come to end of the chapter 9 and as well as the book. Thanks for listening this podcast.